Welcome to Rethink Retirement. It's a Next Up podcast. I'm Victoria Tomlinson. And I'm Trevor Hatton. We're here to show you how you can use your skills and experience as you move into retirement. Or unretirement, as we like to call it. This is a key time in your life. And whether you're thinking of slowing right down, volunteering, or taking up a new challenge, it's a lot to take in. Each episode, we're going to meet somebody who's already been through this, and we hope it's going to inspire you. But for this first episode, we thought we'd get to know each other a little more. Victoria, you're Chief Executive of Next Up. How did you get there? Well, the trouble about being this age is you've got rather a lot of career, so you don't want to hear the whole story here. So I have had the most amazing career. Um, let's just pick out a couple of highlights. So when I was in my 20s, I worked for what's now De La Rue. So I used to go flying around the world selling banknotes and passports to foreign governments in Africa, Middle East, Far East. And then I joined EY um, and quickly became a director and on the London leadership team. And then True Love came along and he was a Yorkshireman. So I moved to Yorkshire and he said he'd only marry me if I worked which quite suited me, I have to say. And so I started a business, a comms business, and that was 30 years ago. And over those years, we started moving into sort of personal branding and leadership and helping people who were very senior to have more impact and to be kind of thought leaders, if you like. And weirdly, out of that, oh, and we also started helping them to use LinkedIn. And out of that, we started being sent people who were leaving corporate life and they had ignored LinkedIn like the plague. And suddenly they were on their own realizing, oh my goodness, uh, I need to understand LinkedIn and use it because when you're on your own, marketing yourself is really difficult. But also they had expectations of getting roles. A lot of people wanted to be the inevitable non-executive director roles, but they were finding it extremely hard. So they were in, being introduced to us. And out of that, came next up because I realized this is a really difficult stage of people's lives and nobody really talks about it. So we were getting the inside stories. So Trevor, what about you then? What, what's your career look like? Because I know you pick, we pick up together towards the end of the it's beginning of my new story. And is, is it your end or your beginning of your story? <laughs> so I had a more possibly more conventional career. I was a management consultant for 30 years. I was a partner at two large global firms and a managing director at a, a, a smaller niche firm. Um, I had a very wide range of roles and clients. I worked in the UK, I worked in Europe, I worked in North America, and I was the last job I had, I was a managing director of a business unit. Um, I retired four years ago and I decided the one thing I didn't want to do <laughs> is continue to work either in industry or in management consulting. Um, and my employer at the time um, was very generous and, and gave me um, some professional career counselling, which I thought was extremely interesting, starting with a blank sheet of paper looking at what you like and don't like, what you're good at, what your skills are. Um, and I tried several ideas. I ran a small property portfolio. 
I was a non-executive on a national arts organization, the board of a national arts organization. I worked with one of the Olympic sports. Um, and then about two years ago, I decided to do things that I had never done before. One of which was to retrain as a career counselor. So I set up my own business and started talking to some of my former employers about counseling their executives as they go into retirement. And through that, I met you. I know. She knows who she is. Somebody called Liz, who's amazing, introduced us because she thought we were going to, she just thought we could work together. And she was absolutely spot on because we're loving it. And what we're really trying to do, I, you see, the thing that I want to focus on is this whole thing of retirement, unretirement. I hate that word retirement. Um, and most people I know, funny enough, people almost choke on the word that they've even called it the R word. And I think we've got a problem in society at the moment of expectations. So you've got this whole hundred year life that everybody talks about now. Well, everybody, people know about that it's normal to work, to live to your hundred. But, you know, when I'm doing workshops with sort of people to help them coming up to retirement now, I start off by saying, it's kind of like an, the beginning of an AA meeting here. Um, and I say, I'm Victoria Tomlinson and I'm 65 and I want to work for another 25 years. And I kind of want to shake people up with what age means and what we're going to do next. And I then say to them, if you thought about it, you could be retired for longer than you worked. And that's quite a shock to a lot of people because I haven't even really started thinking about what this next stage is going to be. And I, I have heard so many when I'm talking to sort of the, the, the chief execs or managing partners in firms and things, and I'm talking to them about, you know, how do you help people coming up to retirement and the rest of it? And I've now heard three or four times people talk about, oh, we like to think about helping this glide into unretirement. And I just think that's a horrible word. Yes. But actually, I think it's time to wind people up. And actually, they've got all these skills, but they don't know how to use them. I mean, just going back to when you left and did this R word thing, retirement. Yeah. You know, what did you think about this next? How much thought had you put into this next stage? I can, I can tell you that yeah. the answer is absolutely none yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Um, I, I <laughs> sort of had a plan. And within a few months, <laughs> the plan had gone out of the window. Um, so. I, I, my path was quite circuitous and, and, and not at all planned. Well, hang on, uh, let's just go back then. So you say you had a plan. What was your plan then? As much oh, as I, you know, I was going to sort of buy and sell houses and oh, okay. rent them out and, 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 you Dull. know, wait until the phone rang and somebody asked me to oh. go <laughs> and do yeah. interesting things. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And guess what? The phone didn't ring. And yes. that, that's quite... That's quite a wake up, I think. And actually, that's what caused Next Up, because we were seeing people when the phone hadn't rung, basically. Yeah. And they they were so successful and they spent their lives. Loads of people said, I've had a blessed career. Opportunities came to me. And it's really it's the first time in their lives. They, they didn't use this word, but essentially they were being a failure in their own eyes. Yeah. I mean, did you have any sense of failure? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I it's interesting you mentioned LinkedIn. I, I, I got a bad case of what I think I called 
LinkedIn envy. <laughs> so, yeah, of course, that? you know, like all social media, people only post the real highlights. Oh, okay. and, you know, I was sitting at home thinking, what am I going to do now? Looking at all these people who had fantastic careers. <laughs> and it, it made me feel quite inadequate, actually. Now, you know, I, fortunately, I've got past that stage. Um, oh, how interesting, though, because we always think this is a teenage thing, social media, don't we? Oh, yeah. I've never heard anybody talk about it before being something <laughs> that the experienced generation have. I've never thought about that. I've never heard it either, because actually most of the people we're working with, they weren't really on LinkedIn, so they weren't spotting. So you're an unusual case. How yeah. interesting is that? Well, yeah. I've, but the interesting when the one of the things that I've got, really excited about working with you is hearing other people's stories mm, mm. i just think it's such a lot you can learn yeah and such a lot of new ideas just hearing what other people did yeah um so i suppose one of the things that's fun and and i hope will be fun about this podcast is meeting people and hearing their stories Yes, and what we've been doing from the beginning is I've been recording. It's quite amusing. People say to me, oh, gosh, how do you do these videos? Because um, we've been doing them on our peer stories on our website. Yeah. And literally, I've got a very good phone, actually. It's not one that anybody's heard of. But I literally, I just take my phone and I've got a simple little microphone that you plug in. And I just point the camera. I mean, I think people are dreading meeting me, actually, because I kind of, well, in the days when you did meet people, let's just remember those days. Um, I used to say, that's a really interesting comment you're making. Can I just do a quick interview with you? I literally, I did it with a lady I met at a wedding on the Isle of Wight. And she was telling me, it was a brilliant story, actually. Well, I mean, it's quite sad. Her husband is a quadriplegic. But she was sort of saying how she realized that she, all her conversation with her friends was about her husband and caring for him. And she said, I realized, and people were saying to me, you need to do something for yourself. And she said she wired up the house with cameras and um, Alexas, and I hope I'm not going to put Alexa into action here, uh, and all the rest of it, so that he, she could see him and he could communicate with her. And she then started volunteering. So she was doing things with Richmond Theatre in London and working with young people and actors and all sorts of things. And it was such an interesting story. And she said, you know, it's a better balance here and I'm a better carer for it. It's a lovely um, video with her. But I just met her at this wedding and said, would you just come outside? And you can see her in her wedding finery there on an extremely hot day. And she's just giving me her story there. And then there are lots of other stories. So I came across, um, this, is, this is amusing, a fireman who had a passion for smoking meats and he started up a cold smoking cookery school, Turan Turan. So what we what I want to do is <clears throat> inspire people with all these stories because I and yeah. I'm really dying to hear if anybody's got people that we should be interviewing, we want to hear from them. Yeah. They yeah. are fantastic. And what they're saying is these people don't see age as a barrier and they have still got, well, actually there's another story I want to tell you, Trevor, about Jules Gray, she's also somebody we've done a video with. I think we need to go back to some of these. But Jules Gray was one of the people who started Next Up. So she had moved to where I live, which is Harrogate, um, to be near her parents. And she'd been head of executive education at Ashridge Business School, which is a really, you know, really well-known, credible school. 
And she was trying to think, what do I do next? And she wanted to volunteer and she'd written to the council, would you like somebody to help with schools, governor or whatever? And she wanted introductions. And we, we were introduced and I had a coffee with her. And in the coffee, she said, she just mentioned as an aside, you know, I've always had this idea for a business. And I said, well, why aren't you doing that business? And she said, well, because I'm retiring and everybody's retiring. You don't start something new at this age. And I, that was when I see I looked at her. I'm interested. I, even then, this was about five years ago. I said to her, well, I'm going to work for another 25 years. And I noticed that this 25 years continues as I age. I continue to keep pushing this forward. So um, but anyway, apparently she said, I looked at you. This was later on. She said, I looked at you and thought, well, if you can work for another 25 years, so can I work for another 25 years. And it was rather funny because what I did was to switch on her competitive button again. Yeah. yeah. Suddenly realized you can still be ambitious. Yeah. And he had, it was, it, it's the weirdest thing, Trevor. Why wouldn't you be ambitious at this age to achieve whatever? But somehow we're limiting ourselves in this. I mean, do you have a view on that? Yeah, I, it's interesting that, I, I mean, there are people and, and it's okay to stop working and do nothing or, you know, play golf every day or, but, but people who have had busy, working, successful careers often find doing nothing just intolerable. And, and I, I'm one of those people. I, mean, I, I have to keep busy. I can't um, just sit around and read, read a book and play golf every day. It'd just be awful for me. Um, I think you think a lot of people dream of doing nothing when they're really stressed out. Yeah, maybe. I think a lot. I think a lot of people need some time. Yeah. To unwind. Yeah. Um, you know, to to get out of the rat race and to de-stress. But it'd be interesting to see if there are any themes that emerge because, you know, some people, you know, have a hobby and turn it and turn it into a business yeah yeah some people you know are genuinely passionate about giving back or you know helping other people yeah. or working with disadvantaged children you know and what's really uplifting uh, is to hear their stories when they describe that passion yeah because a lot of times you were too busy to do anything about it when you were working. <laughs> so yeah. it just sat there. It sat there inside you, never really got developed. And a lot of the stories and, and the people that we meet are much happier, much happier doing something they're passionate about. And, uh, you know, I find that really life affirming. I agree with you. And I have to say, the thing that I want most from this podcast is that People listen to it, and if they're coming up to retirement, they recognise that it might not be quite the smooth journey just because they haven't thought about it. So not to worry if it sort of seems all a bit tougher and more difficult than they thought. But yeah. we're not going to dwell on that side, but I just want to be realistic about, you know, it's got its challenges. But then to hear how people create a fantastic opportunity, and I think there's a bit of a journey People talk about you've got to go through process to disconnect from your old life. And that takes time. I think you were just talking about that. Yeah. And then to explore things. Uh, I was working with one. Um, he's a partner in a law firm the other day. 
And as he'd been listening to lots of stories in one of the sessions we did, he said, I've realised it's passing birds. You've got to, to grab the passing birds. And I thought it was a really good phrase so that yeah. you, you, you can have a plan, but it probably won't actually end up the way that you thought. But life comes with lots of opportunities. And it's really hearing how people grab those, what they do with them, yeah. where it goes. And that's what I hope above all that we help people with ideas and inspiration because we have a new generation of people with skills and I'm, I'm getting people now you know this trevor mentoring tech entrepreneurs yeah and initially people go i don't know anything about tech and i go you don't need to know about tech these young entrepreneurs are amazing they know everything about tech that they need to what they could do with help with is things like the people issues how they explain their business Often they're trying to sell to our generation and people think, yeah, I don't have a clue what you're talking about. So they can help them with that. And just generally giving them support. And, you know, when yeah. COVID hit, I know so many young people were kind of feeling like it was Armageddon. You know, oh, my goodness, this is almost the end of the world. And actually what our generation could say was we haven't seen this bit before, but we've seen plenty of really awful times before. I mean, I remember the last recession felt at the time almost as bad as this. But actually, the world will continue on. Yeah. And I think that kind of feeling of having experience and the ability to offer something back to you, to the rest of to younger people, to others, is amazing. But how the, do you do that? The, the thing that I thought was really interesting about that network is that it's also an exchange. Yeah. So it's not just old people, you know, giving pearls of wisdom. No, no, no. But they learn all about what it's like to set up a business from scratch and that makes them better mentors in yeah. the future because most of these people who like me had a corporate career have no idea what it's like to set up a business from scratch and um, so that idea that there's real a knowledge share is yes. very 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 uh, important and again quite exciting and not okay. obvious, not obvious. Yeah, I think it's incredibly exciting. And actually, there's something here about both generations respecting each other. I, I hope it's bringing generations together and that we do more with that. I'm really looking forward to meeting so many people. We're going to interview them together. You tend to be, I'm much more practical about how did you do it and what was the idea and where did you go? And I've noticed that you're your coaching style, you're more interested in the emotional side, which is important. You'll gather I'm, I'm interested in that too, but you're going to bring out that side of it with people. And I want the two of us to share the experiences here. And I can't wait. I've really enjoyed learning more about your perspective on, on retirement and, and how you got there, Victoria. Um, I can't wait to hear other stories and inspiration about unretirement in future weeks. If others want to join us, just subscribe to our podcast, next-up.com. And don't forget the hyphen. <laughs> and our first guest interview is going to be with Rob Taguri. And actually, we've just done it. And oh, my goodness, his interview is just packed with honest insights and tips. You are going to love it. So please do join us.